and when he opened the book all the people stood up this morning our biblical text shall be found in the book of Joel the third chapter and the 18th verse and it shall come to pass in that day that the mountains shall drop down new wine and the hills shall flow with milk and all the rivers of Judah shall flow with waters and a fountain shall come forth out of the house of the Lord and shall water the valley of Shittim. Now our Living Bible simply reads the following, and that's the 17th and the 18th verse, verses. Then you shall know at last that I am the Lord, your God in Zion. My holy mountain, Jerusalem, shall be mine forever. Somebody say forever. The time will come when no foreign armies will pass through her anymore. And why is this? Because I'm going to make sweet wine. That sweet wine will drip from the mountains and the hills shall flow with milk. Water will fill the dry 
stream beds of Judah and a fountain will burst forth from the temple of the Lord to water Acacia, the Acacia Valley. Uh, I want you, that's the word of God for the people of God always to the glory of God. I want you to just turn to someone and just simply say, it's not just in a faucet. Amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. And if you're at home today, I'm going to give you a subject in the house. It's not just in my faucet. Amen. Amen. Okay. It's not just in a faucet. My brothers and my sisters, every person that is or has been touched by God and indoctrinated and has accepted a, a set of Christian beliefs, that's what we do every Wednesday night, what we do Wednesday evening Bible study, a set of beliefs, we're gathering up a set of beliefs um, and, and, and it's not only in uh, the Bible teaching, a set of Christian beliefs. And uh, as we are doing this, we realize and we know it's realized through hymns and, and biblical teachments that there is something about a mountain. A mountain. Have you ever seen a mountain? Big mountain, small mountain, high mountain, large mountain, wide mountain. But not only a mountain, but uh, a fountain that is able to produce blessings. And whatever the uh, dispositions that occur in our life, my life, your life, you know, we often get so busy getting about here and there. Don't mention a pandemic. We're busier than ever now. Busy putting masks on and doing it, and that's what we should do. Uh, but we're busy, busy, just busy. And we forget to recognize where our blessings come from. One of the greatest challenges in this world and on this planet is realizing and recognizing that when it comes to God, he can at times give, make, not he can give mountains, but he can make mountains give out wine and he can make hills flow with milk and honey. I don't know how he does it. I don't know his technique. But, but let me tell you, he, he, he can do it. But my brothers and sisters, don't look at your faucet because it's just not in a faucet. Now, there is a difference between a faucet and a fountain. I got some witnesses now. I like to turn on mine. I, I, there's a difference between. A faucet is a device by which a flow of liquid or gas from a pipe or container can be controlled. Whereas 
a fountain, therefore. A fountain is an ornamental structure in which a pool, a lake, well, or a stream may flow. A fountain has special waters. Why does it have special waters? If, if you if you that Bible person that I know, a mountain has special water when it involves the Lord. Just allow me to say, if God can open up deserts, it's hot in the desert. Some people walk through a desert and survive. But if God can open up deserts, hills, and mountains, I believe that he can and he will just do much more, if not more, in our homes today as we're living every day. Yeah. Have you ever stopped to think about the source of all of your blessings? Have you ever stopped to think about the source of all of which comes to you every day? <clears throat> there are many of us who enjoy tremendous and bountiful blessings from God each and every day without really thinking about it. The source or where or when or how our blessings really get here and how it was brought to them or how they got them here, we don't realize, we don't know. But guess what? When we are blessed, we know something that happened a little different today than it was on yesterday. That reminds me of these little pigs who held a pig meeting one day. They had a pig meeting. Well, the pigs that held the pig meeting in the barn, they held it to discuss an important issue. It appears that there were many apples on the ground in the orchard, and the pigs ate them freely. However, the pigs were frustrated because there were so many trees in the orchard. The trees took up all the space, dropped leaves on the ground, made everything messy on the ground, and it created so much shade that uh, the pigs could hardly find the apples when they fell. So the pigs got back together. And they, they, got to, they, they concluded that the best way to solve this problem is we're going to get together and we're going to cut down all the trees so we can get to all the apples in the orchard. Well, guess what? The pigs did just that. So all the, tree, so all the pigs cut down the trees, cleared the fields, and praised each other for all the work they had done. Uh, for all of the wisdom they had learned at the University of Pigology. <laughs> However, the next year, the pigs were quite surprised when they went to the big clear field and the big clear orchard. There were no apples on the ground. While they complained, about the trees being in the way. They never stopped to consider that the apples fell from the trees up top on the ground down below. 
I wonder how many of us think like that. Uh, we, we have a sense, we've been to the University of Pigology and we think that we know every life is often the same way. Sometimes we might not be able to see the apples because of our human leaves that we're hanging around and being around. But, but, but don't, but let me tell you, don't just cut down the uh, divinely created tree to get to all of our human leaves. But realize that in the midst of all of our human leaves, there is a God that's giving us all the apples in the orchard. Somebody can say God is. God is the source. I want to have I got witnesses. Oh, I got witnesses this morning that know that God is the source of all of our provision. Whether it's food, clothing, somebody's helping me right now. Whether it's shelter, you want to call it a roof over your head. It's a blessing. It's a provision. It's as if there's a great fountain in heaven. And God turns it up. And God lets it flow. And, and not just us. But to all that God has made. Let me make it a little more clear. Jesus made it clear in the book of Matthew 6, 28 through 30. He said, and why take thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon, in all of his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass that's in the field today, which is today and tomorrow is cast into the oven, which he is not, which of you shall not be more, how he must clothe you, O ye of little faith. Shall he not clothe you of your little faith? Neither, uh, whether it is in the house, car, a little money, a few possessions, or a pillow under your head, all flow from the fountains of God's favor and God's blessings. He is our source. Somebody ought to know this. We might say, why is he our source, Reverend? Well, this is why. Hebrews said it right when he said in 12.22, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. My brothers and sisters, it is his hand that is on the faucet in heaven. It is his hand that controls the flow of blessing that we receive every day. Like the little pigs, we may be enjoying the apples, but the source of those apples is the author of salvation, and that's Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, he's the tree. 
He's the tree. As Christians, then, we thank God for the fountains in heaven from whence our blessings flow. We give praise to the Lord for regulating that flow that is always reaching us in the nick of time, isn't it? The biblical text got it right when it said it indicates that the prophet Job explains how God supplies blessings in unusual places when the scripture says in Job 2.28 when it says, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy old men shall dream dreams and young men shall see visions and in this text Joel also uh, in that time in that far time in he start talking in that future day as he is talking as he discussed that in that day a day when people will receive blessings from the fountains of heaven the fact is uh, that he used that, that phrase. If you look in your Bibles, he used that phrase, in that day. It indicates, in that day, indicates that he looked far in the future. Uh, and he used highly poetic language when he described the way the blessings would come. He said they would drop new wine and flow like milk from the mount mountains. You know, my brothers and sisters, the people, pe the people, themselves were uh, represented by the place called in the Valley of Shittim. Let me tell you, that place, it was a dry place. It was a desolate place. It, it, it was, um, but it had, uh, seldom did they have uh, the, the benefits of having great waters. It was a very dry and unkind place. Yet, Joel notes that the promise of God is that God will open up the faucets and the fountains of heaven and in the valley of Shatim. Uh, the direct recipient of this flow from the faucets of heaven, he said, would be the church. What would be the church? It, that, that it would infuse a great flow of God's blessings. You know what we need to not, today? In our churches, in this church, in every church, we need a fountain. Oh, y'all got real quiet on it. Oh, look like, a, look like us. We have shut off the faucets in our own churches. Oh, we, 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 can't, we, can't, we can't do certain things. I, I don't feel like coming to church no more. We shut it off. And, and the word of God is telling you it, it, the faucets come from the church. Hmm? That, and why does it come from church? Because the Lord uh, is able to infuse a great outpouring in the church. The, the Lord is, uh, can produce an overflow of God's blessings in the church. Uh, somebody ought to talk back to me right now. God, let me tell you, even in the presence of your enemies, my enemies, your enemies, God can produce a great fountain in the church. He said, what are you talking about? What are, your enemies can be your footstool. I, I'm just, just saying something like that. Joel noted that the church would receive great and immense blessings when the fountains of heaven are released. Thus, Joe gives us encouraging word to the body of Christ, even in our dry and difficult places. 
Are we in a dry place right now? Are we in a difficult place right now? But let me tell you, God will open up the faucets of heaven and fill our cups with some people. I think I have witnesses right now. Thank you for talking back to me right now. He will give us that kind of overflow that we need. Then how can God do this? How can God do this? People that don't want to, can't do, can't want to, can't do. How can we do this? Now, there are three regulating directives uh, that's not just in the faucet. But it's in, it's by which the hills, God turns the hills into faucets and the mountains into fountains. Well, let me just quickly say, first of all, we discover that there are no faucets in the hills or in the mountains. It's just God. Somebody say it's just God. Yes, Sir Thomas uh, Lawrence of Arabia, during the First World War, you might remember, was a uh, British uh, military liaison in the 1890s. Sir uh, Lawrence of Arabia befriended many of the sheiks in uh, Arabia. And after the war, he brought some of the sheiks to England to show his appreciation and to sh show their support against the Turkish domination. They visited the joint House of Commons and the Parliament, and they even had an audience with the Queen. They were tired that night. So on the last night of their visit, after a couple of days, uh, Sir Lawrence of Arabia offered them anything they would want to take care back to their homelands, to their desert homes. Uh, so, but the sheiks did one thing. While they were in the hotel room, they said, come here, Sir Lawrence of Arabia. They led him up to a hotel room, went into the bathroom, and pointed to the faucets. The sheiks thought that the faucets were miraculous. They could turn and turn off water at will. And that's what they wanted to take back. They wanted to take that back to the desert back to their homes. That day they learned that the miracle though, as Sir Lawrence of Arabia started talking even more, they learned that the miracle was not in the faucet. I think I'm going somewhere with this thing. It was not in the faucet, but it was in the water tanks, pumping the water that gave the faucet something to do. I wonder, have I got witnesses? Are you hearing me right now? Today, somebody, somebody ought to know that behind every blessing that we see, there is, let me just say, a water tank. Can you get that? Behind every blessing that you see, it's a water tank behind the blessing. Let me tell you, and it's linked up our water tanks are linked up with heaven. And, and God is our pump. He pumping blessings. I wonder have I got witnesses in this house. Every day he's pumping, he's pumping, he's pumping blessings. Somebody ought to realize this now. Let me just say it like this. Your education is a faucet, but it's not your source. Education alone does not guarantee your blessing. Your job 
I got one, you got one, blah, blah, blah. your talent, your abilities, your skills alone uh, are, are not the miracle. But there are, and, and not, it's not in faucet. Let me tell you, it, it's the water source that's pumping behind the faucet. The miracle is what lies behind the faucet. Let me say it like this. The world watches the joy of a Christian. A Christian can be down. A Christian can be up. A Christian can be going through some things. The Christian can be have a, have a lot of stuff on. But what, what's amazing about the world is they look at you, look at some others, look at and, and they are amazed. They are catching all kind of hell, but they got a smile on their face. I want to, oh yeah, I'm trying to go through. The miracle, my brothers and sisters, is not in the smile. And the happiness is, lies behind the smile. Because somebody is pumping blessings, Somebody pumping blessings. I want to have a God witness. Y'all gonna get with me right now. Somebody pumping blessings. Oh, you want to sit on this blessing today? You think you want to sit on them? Uh, uh, let me tell you, the songwriter got it something like this. Just joy, I have. This joy, I have. The world didn't give it to me. And the world can't take it away. Then second of all, second of all, God can open up uh, the light faucets, I can say it like that, in our lives. In other words, there might be some things, there might be some sediments, sediments in our heart. There might be some soil pipes that retard the regular flow of water. But you know, God can't use us if we are not regulated. We get together Wednesday, every Wednesday night. We, we call on the Lord every Wednesday night. Why, why do we have to call on the Lord every Wednesday night? Because God is starting to pump blessings. And, and that is, whatever is wrong with us, God can make it right with us. Sometimes we find ourselves carrying a load of baggage around. And there's a lot of stuff. But God, somebody say, but God. God can use anything, anytime, any place, anywhere, and anybody. God used Moses and he stuttered. God used David and his armor couldn't fit. God used Timothy and he had ulcers. God used Amos, and he was training every day in the school of figology to prune pruning trees. God used Jacob, he was a liar. God used David, he had an affair. God used Solomon, and he was too rich. God used Abraham, he was too old. God used Paul, and he prosecuted the, persecuted the Christians. David was messing around with slingshots and he was too young. Peter was afraid of death, 
Lazarus was dead. John was self-righteous. Naomi was a widow. Uh, Jonah was kept running from that big fish. Miriam couldn't stop gossiping. Thomas couldn't stop doubting. Jeremiah was depressed. Elijah was burnt out. Martha was a weary, weary ward. Mary was a little lazy. Yeah. Samson's hair was too long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Noah got drunk. Yeah. And, and Moses had a short fuse. But my brothers and sisters, God does not require a job interview. All he requires as this is that we open up like a faucet and say, Lord, come into my life. Lord, take over. Lord, take control. Lord, be my guest. Let me tell you, when you start praying and talking like that, he will unblock. He will unplug all your problems. He, he, he does not hire and fire like bosses on the job. He does not look for financial gain or loss. He is not judging sassy or brassy. He is not deaf. He can hear us while we're calling him. But then thirdly, and lastly, God can only turn faucets and release fountains when they are connected to him. Here's what we can demonstrate. When we turn the knobs on our faucets and nothing comes out, usually that means we are disconnected from the reservoir. My brothers and sisters, some of us in this life who have been suffering from a lost connection, we've been disconnected Somebody ought to pray with me right now. We've been disconnected from our reservoir. There are some of us who are online today who have lost their way. We are disconnected from our main source. But today, 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 God is still watering dry places. Just like the prophet Joel realized when he said, when things got dry, when the dryness came into our life, let me tell you, it can be dry sometimes. A dry prayer life, a dry Bible life, a dry work life, a dry financial life, a dry church life, a dry praise life. Let me tell you, don't stop. Keep trying to get connected to the Lord because I can say, as I go to my seat, I can say, get your prayer life in order. Get your Bible life in order. Joel wants you to be a faucet and when you turn on your faucet, you're not just going to get water, but you're going to get God you're going to get the Holy Ghost. You're going to get the Holy Spirit. Let go and let God into your life. Well, Reverend, how you going to do that? How you going to do that? You ought to 
it was there by faith I received my sight and now and now I am happy all the day I'm not done with you now but I'm gonna say there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and and sinners and sinners and sinners and sinners sinners, sinners plunge beneath the flood and lose all 